0: I'm Kate Daniels. As this new year begins, it brings with it the feeling of new beginnings in so many different areas. This morning, our focus is on relationships, specifically those that involve the coming together of two separate families. Karen Bennell is a co parent coach, mediator, and trainer who helps families and couples navigate some emotional territory to reach a healthy place for all. Karen's new book. The Step Family Handbook is an invaluable resource, and we're going to get some great insights into it this morning. Karen Bennell, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today.
1: Oh my goodness, my pleasure. It's always, always good to be here talking about, I don't know, important family things like, well, sometimes it's transitioning a family through separation or divorce. Sometimes in this case, how do we reunite and create a step family?
0: precisely. And you know, any time is the right time, I feel, for this conversation. But the fact that this is a brand new book that's just out, and it's the beginning of a new year, you know, it's like the stars have aligned. And this is just the ideal time to have this conversation.
1: I appreciate that. Well, I agree with you, there's never a bad time. And you're right, as people begin to think about new paths, new homes, new senses of family. What a great time to dig into a book in the dark of winter and say, okay, how do I do this? How do I do this well? How do I confront the challenges? Well, here we go, the Step Family Handbook. Let's do this.
0: (laughs) And as you say, Karen, we want to do it well, because who wants to start off doing something poorly or not have success? So but we just don't necessarily know how to go about creating this successful step family, which you know is also more often called a blended family these days, right?
1: Well, it's true. And it's interesting in when we when my um co-author, Patricia Papppernell, who is an international expert on step family, and I sat down to write the book, we really struggled with this word blended family because, well, you know, families just are not mango banana smoothies. They're, they're just not. And when we try to bring a group of unrelated people together to create family, the idea that it's supposed to blend actually can set us up for disappointments, right? Right. And so although the ideal of us all blending and, and kind of becoming a family where there's not this sense of differences is maybe an idealized or romanticized idea, more often than not, uh, things don't quite go that smoothly. And so we put blended in quotes. We love the ideal of it. We love the romanticization of it. But we also want people to know that if in your family, things aren't exactly blending, like maybe it's a little lumpy, or maybe it's more like the pictures on the front of the book where it's Strokes of different primary colors coming together to form a home. Here's the green and here's the blue and here's the orange and the red. If we were to blend those, we'd have kind of a muddy brown. But in reality, humans create these beautiful combinations of colors that that we want to honor, that we want to hold, right? Yes.
0: And that's where if we really want to approach this in a way that has more opportunity for success than not, this new book, The Step Family Handbook, from dating to getting serious to forming a blended family, is definitely going to be just that, a guidebook, and will give us those hints and supports and suggestions all along our way.
1: 100%.
0: And it's, It's our hope that even as
1: a parent who begins dating again or for the partner who's dating that parent, and here's here's the third part, the co-parent of the children who may be becoming part of a step family, all of those adults have an important role in the success of how children adjust and how smooth. And conflict free, that new family system will become if we do this in a stepwise fashion as we step into step family.
0: Isn't that brilliant? The way that that works. <laughs> right. But, yes, exactly. And here we are. We want to be adult about it, and we've certainly talked about this in the context of your previous books, Karen. But Step Family Handbook is getting even more into it, getting into the serious relationship and knowing how we can all work together. Right.
1: You know, when I started to work with families who were separating and divorcing and getting so serious about the co-parenting relationship, then it became kind of a natural next step as parents progressed as solid co-parents that they would begin dating again. And this book starts there. It starts with I'm beginning to date again. Um, I want to know how to skillfully include my co-parent on that information. I want to be able to bring my children into that new relationship in a way that is least unsettling. And then I want to develop relationships among the new players in a way where there's less lumps and more blend, that things are as smooth as possible, that when we cross that threshold and create a home together, we actually live together. We do well, right? Mm -hmm, Yes. There's lots of unexpected surprises that when we kind of think of them as, oops, I didn't know that you didn't like tuna fish that way. You know, when we're in an original family, we learn all these things together right from the beginning. But as we're developing a step family, we keep just kind of banging into new things like, I don't put sprinkles on my Christmas cookies. Oh, well, I didn't know that. You know, there we go. That's sort of a metaphor for some of the things that can happen on a day-to-day basis as we begin to come together as unrelated family members really wishing for a sense of family.
0: And these are the kinds of things that are so important to become aware of that we don't necessarily think about. That's where, again, the step family handbook is a preparation. And you use the metaphor of creating this backpack. So we have those ingredients, the tools that we need to walk this path to take the journey. It's true. It's
1: true. And, you know, we talk about five. There are five basic challenges in creating a step family. And Patricia has spent her life work honing and understanding these five challenges. And, and as parents and their partners and their co-parents begin to unpack that backpack and begin to look at what those challenges are. It's like, Oh my goodness. Now I understand. Now this makes sense. Why do I feel so on the sidelines sometimes? When my parent partner turns toward his children and leaves me standing there with my teeth in my mouth, which is a terrible feeling when your beloved, who you think is kind of on your team, suddenly is on the team with their 13-year-old daughter, who's standing there with her hands on her hips, glaring at you as a stepmom and saying, you're not my mother. It's like, oh, holy cow, nothing really prepared me that experience, unless I have an understanding of why does that happen? How should I respond? How do my beloved and I come back together? That whole thing about insiders and outsiders and who has history together and who doesn't. All of that is part of that blending process, right? Right. That stepping into family.
0: And I think we can certainly get a sense from just visualizing that experience that you've shared with us, Karen, that we've probably been privy to in some shape or form along life's journey, is uh, knowing that communication is one of the key things. Expressing ourselves in in perhaps a non-confrontational way is key here, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And not only the ability to express ourselves but how do we manage the emotions that are going to come up from somewhere that we didn't even know existed, like the bottom of our feet or the depths of our belly that suddenly we're being triggered by things we had no idea we would be triggered by, you know, falling in love and developing a relationship as an adult is so lucky is so fabulous. Right. And then to, be deeper and deeper into this sense of developing that relationship in that family and then being confronted with emotions that we didn't expect. Wow. It's a little bit like being thrown into a washing machine at times. And so it's not only being able to communicate clearly about what I'm experiencing. Hey, it's really hard for me when your daughter is being so disrespectful to me that you turn toward her and nurture her. And I'm just, Standing there, it feels like you leave me behind. Okay, let me just use that as an example. Meanwhile, in order to express that in such a clear and concise way, I've got to figure out what to do with all those feelings that just roared up from inside of me that kind of wants to scream, Your daughter is a nightmare. Like, that's what I want to say. And yet, I know that in order for us to work through this as a family, I can't say that. That's hurtful. Those are words you can't take back. So it's it's two-pronged. It's a yoga. How do I manage my feelings, understand what's going on, understand myself, understand my beloved turning toward his 13-year-old daughter, and then how do I communicate about it?
0: That is a lot to handle.
1: It's a lot to handle. You know, we have a saying that becoming a stepmom is the training ground for sainthood. (laughs) So for any stepmoms who are listening out there, I just want you to know we get it. You have a very, very tough job. You might be momming and taking care of a family and doing hearth and home and working full-time and contributing to the mortgage, and then you may come home to children who absolutely could care less about you in this moment. That's hard.
0: Yes. That's really hard. And so it it's so important to really understand this from looking at it the way that you present it for us, Karen, because we can have these feelings, but what do we do with them? How do we communicate that? Well, again, we look to those who have done the work, who are, we'll say, outside of this circle, who can guide us. The Step Family Handbook is that guide, is that assist for us.
1: It is a place where you will be able to read with your parent partner or if you're both parents. I mean, obviously, we call that a complex step family, right? Kate, you have children. I have children. We come together and try and create a family together. That's an even more complex situation. Sometimes people are hopeful that that would make it easier. Oh, that would make it easier. No, <laughs> it doesn't make it easier. It makes it richer and fuller. And there's more room for more love and more relationships. But any time we add all those extra dynamics, we also get the complexity that comes with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So finding the understanding, finding the steps. Here's another data point. The slower we go, the faster it the journey will proceed. So in other words, one of the biggest mistakes that, people in love make, and it's so it's so fabulous because being in love changes our whole concept of time, but when we're in love, we have this sense that everybody can see how wonderful things are, and we can move forward, and we can involve our children, and the kids get along really great, so let's just spend the weekend together, and pretty soon, all we're dealing with is reactivity because we've gone too fast right? Yes. Suddenly the honeymoon is over and my kids are saying that they don't like your kids and your kids are saying, I don't want those bratty little kids around. And oh my goodness, how how did this happen? How, how did we get here? Well, we might've gone too fast and we didn't know it because we were having so much fun and we were so in love. We didn't see it coming until we hit the wall, right? Yes. And so understanding how to pace relationship building, understanding how to step back. So maybe we've spent a wonderful day together. You, me, and all of our kids have spent a wonderful day together. And I have this sense of let's just spend the weekend together. Let's just come back. Let's do dinner. Just spend the night. It'll all be good. The kids will do a camp out. And the wisdom would say, oh, no, 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 no. Now let's step back. Let's go back into my team of three, me and my two kids You go into your team of three, you and your two two kids, and let's regroup. Let's settle everybody in. Let's make sure everybody's okay. Let's make sure we're back in our solid place so that then another day we can go again. And these are the things that if we understand how it works, if we understand how children respond uh, to new people coming into their family, then... Oh, that makes perfect sense. That's why we're not doing dinner and spending the night together, because we want to avoid that reactivity, and we want everyone to find their way in a way that won't precipitate lots of resistance and upset and, well, you know, kids, they'll speak their mind. So we want to do it well.
0: So much wisdom, really. And when we think about it, very much common sense to to take it slowly, even though, as you say, yes, we're in love and we want it all just to happen uh, right now.
1: Yeah, yesterday. Right? Yes,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's run into family. Well, that's like running square into a brick wall, because it doesn't work. Relationships take time. For children, children face something very different than their parent or their parent partner is experiencing when they're falling in love. children are both excited and sometimes um, curious and all kinds of positive terms. But the fact is is that when a parent falls in love, it involves a lot of loss and change. And so all of the positive aspects of moving toward a step family are juxtaposed with Um, a little bit more unconscious feelings of loss and of more change. Remember, for children whose parents are falling in love, for whom a parent is falling in love, they've often already been through a major family change. They've often already been through a divorce, right? And so they've been through a lot of change. And now we're asking them to go through more change. Not on their time, on, on, on ours, right? It's not really even an ask. It's a requirement. I've fallen in love. You need to meet my partner. You need to like them. Okay, wait a second. If I'm 10 years old, guess what? That just might not be working for me. And I might try my best and I might want to please you and I might really want you to be happy. But every cell of my being is struggling because if I like your girlfriend, dad, how will my mom feel about that? Uh Uh-oh. Who thought about that? Right. Right? Yes. Okay, so children are having a completely different experience than the parent and the parent's partner, the falling in love adults, and they're straddling oftentimes two worlds, which is the relationship with their other parent, who may or may not be in support
0: of this whole shooting match. Exactly. And and that has its own complete separate de- dynamics. And that's all of this negotiating that we have to consider. And going back to that place of saying we need to be adult about it and not be so caught up in the throes of all this joyous falling in love and, and think of the practical.
1: Right. And to think about the impact, the emotional impact on all the members of an already established family system. I'm going to say that again because oftentimes when parents divorce, they kind of make up a story that they're separate now, but they're not. They're still members of their children's family system. However functional that is, whatever kind of co-parenting relationship they may have, they're still held together in a family system by their children, right? And so anything that impacts their kids reverberates through the entire family system, which includes their former in-laws, their former spouse or partner. And so the kids are swimming in that swimming pool. And we get to decide whether we're creating ripples by gently making new introductions and changes or tsunamis. Right. Right. And so that's on us. And the kids are the ones who are caught in that middle if we're not careful. So, understanding if I'm the new partner to a parent, so let me, let's imagine I'm child free and I'm falling in love with a parent who has two or three children and they have a co parenting relationship and they're actually been doing pretty well co parenting their three children across two homes. And I come in with a splash every single person in that family system is going to be impacted and that may not be an impact that feels very good if i come in wanting to woo the children by buying gifts or taking the 12-year-old daughter for manies and petties which is something that mom had always thought that she would be doing with her 12-year-old daughter but now dad's girlfriend's doing that you know yes that's kind of unconscious I understand wanting to connect with a 12-year-old, but I have to understand that when I'm connecting with that other person's 12-year-old, remember, she has a mom, I better be thoughtful about the impact I'm having on the mom as well, right? It's not an isolated
0: event. It happens in a system. And so important for us to think about these things, which again, may not be at the forefront of our mind when we're just in these, in the throes of falling in love. But here we need to, again, think about being the adult and and tread, you know, with fun, but with some caution too, and respect. Caution,
1: respect. The slower we go, the faster we'll proceed. It's just a, a funny sort of way to think about it. The more I'm respectful of how I build relationships with my soon-to-be stepchildren, the more respect my uh, children's other parent, my beloved's co-parent, is going to feel I'm being to their role as, a, as the other parent. I'm not going to come in and take charge and act as if I have some sort of special import now in this family. The role of a stepparent is not taken, it's given. It's not taken, it's given. You're honored by being included as a stepparent. You're honored, you're received as a contributing member, a stepparent-like person in a family system. In an ideal world, I already understand that. I know that I don't just come in and start laying down the laws of the land. This is my house, and this is how it's going to go down. Oh, no, that won't work. Because now, guess what? Those kids are going to be reacting and responding and withdrawing and sulking and acting out. And what's that going to do? Then I'm going to want to be stricter. Pick up your book bag and take it in your room. Well, you know what? That isn't relationship building. We need connection. We need actual connection before we have a right to start doing correction. And that's another little tidbit. Connection before correction. I need to build a relationship first and then my ability to say, hey, it hurts my feelings when you talk to me that way. Uh Uh-uh. Just go take a couple of minutes, calm down, and then let's talk. We'd be able to have that conversation if there's already connection. But if I start there, I'm just going to get a snotty teenager back.
0: As you share these really important elements with us, Karen, my mind goes to the place of education and that... All of us need to be on a path, I think, of continuing education or really lifelong learning. And as we are negotiating into new territory, becoming better informed with perhaps having counseling sessions very easily by picking up a copy of a book like the Step Family Handbook from dating to getting serious to forming a blended family. This is going to really help us navigate and, and have a, a greater sense of awareness so we can proceed in a really good fashion toward our end goal. A hundred
1: percent. When I'm working with parents during their separation and divorce process, Kate, I help them develop and, and mediate their parenting plans. And one of the provisions that I ask my parents to consider, and, and they will often include, in fact, I, I'm, I don't know that I have a case where they didn't include these two provisions. One is, when I, if and when I fall in love and I'm going to introduce my, our children to a new romantic partner, I will inform you first. And the purpose of that is so that when the children run home from a a weekend or a residential stay with one parent and say, you know, mommy, mommy, or daddy, daddy, did you know that my other parent has a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the case may be, that parent can look at their children and say, I did. Your mom told me. And I understand that you were going to meet that person this weekend. Can you imagine how much better that is for children than for them to run in the house and feel anxious about, can I tell her, can I tell them, is it okay if they know that my other parent is dating, or they blurt it out worse, they blurt it out, and then that other parent's heart goes into their toes, and they begin to, you know, have some emotional fall apart. So that's number one. I'm going to let you know. The number two provision is if and when, we're thinking about creating a step family and this person becomes so important in my children's lives and our children's lives that lets all of us sit down and talk about a step family plan. We'll talk about how to communicate. We'll talk about whether discipline, how we would do discipline in our two-home family. We'll talk about roles and responsibilities. We'll talk about can the new stepmom attend parent-teacher conferences? Now, you might think that that's a silly thing to talk about, But it's not to the stepmom, and it's not to the mom either. So all of these things, when we sit down and we talk about them, help things make sense. And help people do it with less conflict and less disappointment and less frustration.
0: And it feels like it comes back to that word respect for me. You know, if we think about being respectful of each other, that will help us take these steps a little more easily with each other, won't it? It really
1: does. And, you know, sometimes when we're entering a family system where there's still a fair amount of brokenness after the divorce, in other words, the co-parents, the two exes, if you will, are still fighting uh, there's still bitterness. There's still uh, animosity and, and enmity. It's easy as a as a new person entering that family system to align with our beloved. And now it's like two against one. You know, we're the, we're the ones who are right and they're wrong. And that's a huge hazard as well because we've got to remember those children continue to move back and forth between those two homes. So as a step-parent-like person, as a new person in that family system, whether I agree with what that co-parent is doing, whether I respect that co-parent in terms of their behavior, I'm not going to communicate that. I'm not going to align against them. I'm never going to speak negatively about children's other parent. I'm going to stay, and then it, like you said, I love, you know, I'm going to do my adulting. I'm going to stay in my adult. I'm going to realize this is fraught. I don't want to make things worse for these children. And I'm going to trust my beloved to work things out with their co-parent.
0: It is just so wonderful, so hopeful. But it it takes that thought, it takes respect, it takes having an open heart. And then it comes back to what you said, if the slower we go, right, the faster faster it's going to proceed. It's, you know, it's so hopeful, Karen, not, well, certainly it's important for families, but then they are the nucleus of community of our world, ultimately. And if, you know, I, that's where the hope for me comes in. If if we can negotiate this at this level, then think about how we can make our our cities and our country and the world work in better harmony.
1: <laughs> I feel like you just you just gave me my silver platter, Kate, because I always say that this is my my contribution to world peace: one family. One separating and divorcing couple, one set of kids, one reuniting step family, one family at a time. Amen. Do we say amen to that? Amen. Hallelujah, sister. (laughs) No, it's so true. Learning to resolve our differences in any relationship, learning to be more respectful, learning to manage our own emotions. Those are each one of our individual contributions. To a safer, saner, and more peaceful world.
0: And I think that that is such an excellent note for us to wrap up with as we face a brand new year with that kind of idea, that nugget in our hearts. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> well, Karen Bennell, once again, it's been so wonderful to communicate with you to share these ideas and share them with our listeners and really look forward to just building and creating that best life for ourselves.
1: Kate, thank you so much again for welcoming me as you always do. So it's always a pleasure. And I really appreciate this opportunity to share about families.
0: And thanks to the work that you do, Karen.